Yeah, this is the sunny voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmaurice, and it's time now for the food show. Every day that we can manage to get on the air, we sit here and we talk about the food of our city, which is something that, not that you'd ever want to, but uh, that you can't escape from, because it's everywhere around us, and those flavors are unique and distinctive. You won't find them anywhere else in the world. It's, uh, it's only here, although... As I've uh, mentioned more than a few times before, if you ever want to find the best food in any place where you find yourself, the thing to look for is the food of the region, the food that the people who live in that town or that part of the country, uh, whatever it is that they like and that everybody eats, that's what you want to get, and that will be the best food around. So that means that if you come to New Orleans, eat New Orleans food. We've got plenty of it. Plenty of it. It's always been, uh, you know, a big part of our uh, our whole culture here in New Orleans. We, how would we get along without food? I don't know. Well, you know, you wouldn't want to do that anyway. Our number here is 260-1870, 260-1870. And uh, we'd love to hear from you about uh, anything that has uh, come out of your kitchen or that you've bumped into in a restaurant and, uh, you know, restaurants that you've liked in the past and maybe you haven't been to in a while or restaurants that you liked in the past, but they're long gone. This uh, week uh, there was uh, an article in the Advocate newspaper uh, that listed 29 restaurants that had closed through the year 2018. That's uh, no big thing if that sounds like, wow, the restaurant business must be in a tailspin. No, not hardly. It's uh, 1,500 of them. So uh, 29 doesn't put a big dent down on it at all. And in many cases, those restaurants that closed were replaced, sometimes in the very same location, uh, with a new restaurant. Or new restaurants have opened up in just about all parts of town. A lot of good ones. So uh, I, I see the coming years of uh, eating around New Orleans as being as good as any we've ever had, and uh, maybe even better. There's uh, certainly a lot of it out there, a lot of variety, even within the way we cook uh, here in New Orleans style and Cajun style and all of that. 260-1870 is the telephone number, and uh, whatever you have on your mind, uh, give us a call and then tell us about it. Here's why I ask you to do that, and it's, uh, it's no big deal. But we do have a lot of people listening to this show, especially on the Saturday program here on the Big 870 WWL. Uh, during the rest of the week, I'm on 105.3 FM HD2. But don't bother with trying to think about that right now. Here we are in the Big 870. Every every uh, Saturday that we can manage to work our way around the uh, around the football, you know, this time of year, that's not a whole lot. Next weekend, we don't have a program at all. But we have three hours today, and uh, the reason I'm always asking you to tell me about the restaurants that you've been to, the dishes that you've cooked at home, or whatever it was, uh, is that there are a lot of people out there who have never been to this favorite restaurant of yours, or they've never had the dish that you had, or maybe even that dish in any other restaurant for that matter, and uh, because of that, you are doing a great favor to all the people who uh, are seriously into food, which is just about everybody in New Orleans, and you uh, you, you can share what you found with them, and uh, who knows, if you're lucky, they will sh- uh, share a few with us. 
and and them and uh, and you for that matter. So uh, we we start a ball rolling that uh, uh, over the period of time that it's there, we can enjoy a whole lot of uh, lot, a lot of more food than you would have ever thought about having before. Two six zero one eight seventy at the beginning of the program. It's kind of slow. So if you were uh, have ever tried to get in towards the latter half of the program, you know uh, sometimes. We just go from one to another really quickly with not being able to talk about too much. But uh, at this point, it would be very easy. So we'd love to hear from you about whatever it is that you've been eating out there. Uh, you know, looking over this list of the restaurants that have closed, I was uh, intrigued by a few of them. I mean, I knew about most of them. That's my job, after all. Uh, but the uh, they had uh, some of them that really kind of surprised me. Uh, here, uh, there was one uh, called, a place called Captaville, which the last time I was there, and I must admit that this was a couple of years ago, uh, they had a very hip, younger sort of crowd. Uh, these are people who uh, probably work in the office buildings and the law offices, of which there are many in that neighborhood in the CBD. And uh, I was surprised to hear that. I hear they replaced it with a bar, but I haven't investigated to see what that's about. So, uh, you know, there was a funny one. Uh, there were some that I I knew were coming. Uh, th- this place, Brisby's, that was on Lakeshore Drive, uh, they closed down. But uh, what happened with them is, uh, you know, uh, the stuff of good um, smiling and, and appreciation. Because right immediately after that, uh, uh, the restaurant, that for the Latin word for happy, uh, which is uh, that uh, the name of the place, it's uh, that has been around for a long time. It's the place where I had the first raw oysters of my entire life. Is at uh, Felix's or Felix, as a lot of people say. Anyway, they took over the old Brisbee's. This is right there on the lakefront. It's a great location. Maybe not at its top this time of year because it's so cold outside, at least it was today. Uh, but as it warms up, you're going to just love having uh, dinner over there. And they, they're heavy on oysters. It has always been their main specialty, but they, they don't just do raw oysters. and they, Or even the grilled oysters, they have that, but that's nowhere near the end of their list. They have Rockefeller oysters, Bienvilles, and all the other ones that are common around here. And... Uh, they took over the Brisbee's place almost immediately, so that was like not like shutting down at all. And they continue to be uh, right there on Iberville Street in the French Quarter, where they've been since the 1930s. So this always, Felix, yeah, Felix, it depends on how old you are. If you have been around for, let's say, oh, 60, 70 years, you almost certainly are going to pronounce it Felix. I don't know why that is, how that got started, what it means, but uh, I have noticed that that goes on. You want to call it Felix's? Go right ahead. That's uh, that's acceptable too. Two six zero one eight seventy. You know, I, I'm I was trying to think of a, a I was going to make a list of restaurants uh, that are in the location of former restaurants, and uh, I've got about two-thirds of the way through it and didn't quite finish it up. So I'm going to wait until I have uh, until I have something of substance to share with you. Uh, by the way, um, if, uh, we're going to go to Joe in just a second here. But uh, 
there was something uh, that has come up recently uh, more than a couple of times, and I don't know why. It's it's the idea seems to be that uh, I have uh, a uh, a cruise uh, that is like like a an airline that leaves at a certain time every day. Uh, we've we've done a lot of cruises over the years, but uh, coming up on 30 of them, believe it or not. And uh, I wasn't going to do any more, but I got word of a combination that's coming up in June. It's an Alaska cruise. I haven't done that in a long time. And, and it is on the uh, Queen Elizabeth, which is the newest ship in the, uh, um, the line that gives us uh, – all those other fantastic uh, uh, cruises uh, in the Cunard uh, uh, cruise industry. So they, uh, it's in uh, June, and I think we're going to do it. But I'll tell you another time. Let's see. Uh, who did you say was there? I'm sorry. It was uh, Joe. Welcome to the food show. Hey, Mr. Fitzmaurice. Good to talk to you again, buddy. How you doing today? Happy Just holidays to you and your family. What's that? Just call me Tom. Okay, Tom. Uh, I called about one comment, but I've had I got two two other comments since three other comments since then. First off, refresh my memory. I'm sorry, Felix's, which was Brisbee's, wasn't that the old Hong Kong about 40 years ago? Well, that location might have been. It was pretty darn close to that anyway. But the building is, you know, new from the ground up. I know it's new uh, from the ground up, but I think that was originally in Hong Kong back I, in the I 70s. Think, remember? I think you're exactly right. You know, the main thing I remember about going to the Hong Kong was that this was when I was in my late teens, early 20s, and I remember taking a variety of girlfriends there over the years and having uh, romantic dinners, to put it mildly. And you could go, they had these tables that were kind of like tucked in corners, so they were kind of out of view. Um, I had uh, more than a few romantic uh, interludes uh, at the Hong Kong as a result of that. And I think just about everybody else did, too, because <laughs> it was always packed. And it, it had a much younger clientele than you would expect to find in a Chinese restaurant. But It used to be right next to the old Ichabod. Yeah, and there was another place where, uh, that fit this same description called the porthole that was uh, I remember right that. around. Yeah, <laughs> I'll never forget it. Uh, but it, it's that was a wonderful part of town. But uh, after the hurricane, especially, all of those restaurants got killed so bad that they ne- never could really come back. Too In bad. fact, I proposed to my wife at the Windjammer. <laughs> see, there you go. You see, another one. Uh, another one bites the dust. <laughs> um, next comment: We talked about oysters. Felix is very yeah. good, but I'm 65. You know, I've been eating oysters after the age of eight. Uh, Casamentos. Casamentos. Oh, Casamentos is uh, hard to beat. You know, you want to hear a funny story about Casamentos? Please. I think it's funny anyway. Mr. Casamento, I mean, and he was an older guy at the time. He was he was actually shucking oysters. I walk up to the bar and I said I'd like a dozen raw, and he says okay, and he starts shucking, and a guy walks in from the back door with a sack of oysters, and he says, "Excuse me for a minute," and he looks over the bag. And then he looks at the invoice, and the invoice, what well, he told the guy who brought it in, this is this is way more than I said that than they told me that this was going to be. And the the delivering guy just said, well, I don't know. I just they told me to pick up this in cash. Apparently, uh, Casamentos in those days did everything cash only. You probably remember that because they didn't take credit cards from you and me. Exactly. Either. 
Uh, the same way so, Mendinas uh, didn't take credit cards until after Katrina. Oh, I know. That's it's a recent thing. There's and there's still one left out there that doesn't take credit cards. See if you can guess. Which oh, one? I can't do that. Well, while let me you're thinking about rest- it, let me wait. Let me finish you off this story. Uh, so uh, he, the. He, uh, Mr. Casamento and the delivery guy uh, just went back and forth, back and forth, and and he uh, finally says, okay, and he grabs the money and he gives it, gives it to the guy, and he turns around and he walks over to the, the sign that told how much oysters were that day, and he raised it by 10 cents, and he <laughs> charged me for the new price because <laughs> he was right in the middle of shucking my order when... <laughs> When that guy came in, it's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. But they they have always been great. Uh, when you when you're looking for good raw oysters, that's the place to start looking. I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a guess at the place that still takes cash. I ate there a couple of weeks ago. It was cash only. Rocky and Carlos, Tommy uh, Tommy Tomasio. They don't take uh, credit cards there. Nope, nope, cash only. Really, I didn't know that. Hmm. I had to use my Moscas. debit card. In fact, they use the ATM uh, machine. Yeah, Moscas is the one I was shooting at there. Or, well, not oh, shooting at, but that was the one that was the answer to me. Yeah. Well, Tommy's got an ATM machine in Rocky Colorado. Oh, no, yeah, well, that helps. That helps. Well, listen, uh, uh, I've got to take a break, but thanks for calling. Oh. Thanks hearing from you. We'll be back with more of the Food Show after first, please. This. Welcome back. This is the Food Show with me, Tom Fitzmorris, and you, who is, uh, well, I'm, I think it's Vic. Uh, Vic, welcome to the Food Show. Hi, Tom. Hi there. Uh, Come on in. I, thank you. I saw uh, you and Marianne at Jock Bell a few weeks ago and talked with you briefly. Yeah. Uh, you, were, you were mentioning that you were going to have an e-club dinner there at some point. Do you know when that's going to be yet? No, uh, I have no idea. Uh, this takes a little bit of getting started again in the, in the beginning of the year, and that's, that's the only yeah. thing holding it up. But okay. I'm not sure. I'll just when keep it's checking. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Y'all had a nice uh, what, do, Christmas and New Year. Do you, do you get uh, my newsletter? No, I don't. I don't, no, but do, I can. Just get it because all of the information about uh, our dinners and everything else that we have going on, including a lot of the stuff. Yeah, okay. Uh, go to nomenu.com. It's free. You, you can uh, just subscribe to the light edition of it anyway. And uh, that's it. And I'll put you on the list. And whenever we have a dinner, I will notify you through that. Great. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's it. Well, that was easy enough. If uh, uh, Eric is here, Eric, welcome to the food show. Hey, Tom. How you doing? Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Keep Tom. Eating. I want to start. I want to start a subject. Maybe we can um, go on for an hour or so on it. And that is. Reports from people from New Year's Eve where they went to dinner, and you know, uh-huh. was it better than expected? You know, I went somewhere which it was a wonderful meal. I went to the uh, Fairmont Hotel. Oh well, if they can't do it, I don't know who would. Uh, I got to tell you, the presentation and all the little freebies and all during the course of the meal w- was great. I got to tell you, really great. But this well, is wait, what wait, I was. Wait, 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 hang on just a second. We, uh, this ought to be said before we get any deeper into it. It's not the yeah. Fairmont anymore. It's the Roosevelt, which is what yeah, it was before you know, it was the Fairmont. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I, did I just want to get that straight signs. in case somebody, yeah, it's the, it's it's officially the Roosevelt again. Good, good, good. Yeah. You're right about that. But, Tommy, I'm a little miffed on something. I need some clarification. Right. I know Dominic is, is, you know, part of the hotel, you know, it's the hotel restaurant. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is there a because I ate at the Fountain Lounge, which is a huge lounge, yep. and oh, is where yeah. they had the, yeah. they had their New Year's um, tableau there. But mm-hmm. is there another restaurant besides Dominica inside the hotel? Uh, yeah, they have a, a little place, the name of which eludes me at the moment, but it's right off the main lobby. And right, I saw is, that. Yeah, and they have uh, it's it's very light food. It's great for breakfast. Right. They have terrific coffee there. I mean, they make a, a cappuccino that I think is maybe the best in town, and then they have pastries and you know uh, boards of various kinds of. But this, but this is what I, I was um, yeah. what I was trying to find out. Dominica's Kitchen doesn't cook the food for the family. I mean, for the Roosevelt, does it? No, I, I'm pretty sure they're completely separate. Uh, the the uh, uh, Dominica that's uh, that's a John Besh operation. No, I know. And and he but, uh, you know he does everything himself. And I think he you know he leases the space from the hotel, and yeah, the hotel sure, is happy sure. to have him. Uh, uh, but that's because uh, I'm gonna tell you, it was a wonderful meal, and I was just wondering. Where do they serve their dinner? I mean, is I, I don't know if the Fountain Lounge is yeah, open for Fountain dinner Lounge, every night. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're looking for a restaurant that uh, is sure to be there, uh, that would be the one. It would be the Fountain Lounge. Well, Although boy. I think I think they're closed on Monday. Uh, I'm, I'm not positive sure. of that, but it's I would certainly get a reservation before you go. I, the time well, when you, most people go there is when there's something going on at the Orpheum Theater across the street, and then they just I get packed in there. So, uh, Well, I want to just give them a shout-out. I was really um, pleasantly surprised on the presentation and as well as the quality of the food. It was great. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted this, and maybe we, somebody can call in about some other places that were, um, you know, amazing on New Year's Eve. Yeah, that's a uh, uh, Good question, so we'll see if we can answer it. Well, thank you very much. It's the food show. I think it's getting up in time pretty soon. Not not quite right now, but a little news update coming. Shall shall I talk to Ron or shall I not? Ron, well, oh, okay. Our program today is sponsored by The Grill. The Grill is a diner, really. That's the, the best way to describe it. We don't have many diners in New Orleans. The most famous of them is the Camellia Grill. That was, and still is, a diner. It's the same people that own the Camellia Grill also own the Grill. And this one is, it's in Metairie. It's in Metairie on Veterans Highway, right before you get to Causeway Boulevard. They're there for breakfast and lunch every day and into the evening a certain amount. It's a little more complicated than the Camellia Grill is because the menu is bigger, for one thing. And secondly... Uh, there's also a tremendous amount of in-and-out traffic uh, over there uh, for things like their hamburgers, their omelets, and all of these classic dishes that uh, they have made into specialties. And the prices are very affordable, too. And get that hamburger. I tell you, you know, I'm not a hamburger nut, but, boy, that's a good one. It's The Grill, 2949 Veterans Boulevard. You'll see it. It's right next door to... Trader Trader Joe's. Welcome back. It's the Food Show on the Big 870 WWL and WWL 105.3 FM and WWL.com. Let's see. Joining us over here on the green phone is Ron. Ron, welcome to our little program. Hey, Tom. Ron, the gourmet waiter. How are you doing? It's Ron, the gourmet waiter, ladies and gentlemen. And he's also Ron, the gourmet restaurant manager and a few other things. And he has guest hosted my show a couple of times, too. So, uh, 
Uh, good hearing from you always. What's going on? Thank you. You mentioned one of my favorite topics. It's restaurants oh. that are lost. And I have two that I really like. And you've probably heard me talk about one of them. It was Zhuglosich's. Oh, boy, they were good. Towards the end of their career, I remember the beginning, well, not the beginning, but I started going there in the early to mid-70s. And it it was kind of a neighborhood joint at that time, never really, really busy. Towards the end, the last few years, you couldn't shoot your way into that place. They, they would have a line around the corner and up the block. Uh, but it was great. Uh, the poor boys, the daily specials that they did, they, they were fantastic. Everybody loved them. I thought they did a great job with seafood. I remember many seafood dishes with white wine reduction sauces that were just incredible. Yeah. And you wouldn't expect that. Another one. It, it had the look of a, just a neighborhood joint on, a, on just two street corners. Yeah, there wasn't too much to it. The other one is Cafe Nino. That was uh, Nino Buongiorno. Yeah, what a what a character that guy was. Uh, his his food was wonderful. The prices were almost free. <laughs> really, it was such a good deal, and and it was uh, great. he was always I, laughing, and you never knew what he would lay on you next. Yeah, I think he was ahead of his time because I think we're going to yeah. see more counter service. Uh, getting quality restaurant workers is a challenge, and I don't think it's going to get any better. Mm. So restaurants, what they're doing to compensate is especially like in Dallas, this is a hot thing in Dallas, Texas, is to go to counter service instead of servers because you're going to get your food quicker. As the food dish comes out of the kitchen, it gets run up to you immediately, whereas if you're a server and you're taking a drink order and you've got food in the back and you don't have a food runner, you're going to get to that food when you're going to get to it. So counter service actually yeah. brings food out quicker and hotter. Yeah. Anyway, but I love Juglozich's. I, I agree. I don't like it. But it's a trend I think we're going to see more of. Anyway, Yuglozich's and Cafe Nino. And if anybody knows where Nino Borgiono is, I'd love to talk to him. I kept hearing that he was going to open in a new location, but I, if that's true, I haven't seen where it is. So uh, I'd like yeah, the to rumor know. was the rumor was it was going to be in the warehouse district. Hmm. Anyway, haven't well, seen him. Would love to talk to him. Happy New Year, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks for calling. It's the Food Show. And let's see, Steve is joining us over here on the yellow phone. Steve? Hey, Tom. Hi there. Welcome in. Come on in. Thank you. Hey, I got a correction to a previous caller, and then I have a, a review, or, you know, right. one of the restaurants. So Rocky and Carlos, they do take credit cards. I've yeah, used I a card so. many a day. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure if you might have been talking about Charlie's, which is down the road. They only take cash, so I'm not uh, sure if you may have got those two confused. Maybe so. So my report, uh, myself and my family, we ate at, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, is he the Jeff's or Los Jeff's behind Drago's? Oh, yeah, Jeff's. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that, yeah. some good stuff going on over there. You know, uh, I went there right after they opened, which was about, well, it, it was after Katrina, if I remember. If I, remember. I don't know if it was uh, there before Katrina. But they, uh, it really had a had a swinging kind of a quality to it, and everybody in there knew everybody else in there. It was a, a unique sort of a place. I haven't been there since. You like it though, huh? Yeah, it was really good. We uh, we had a variety of dishes, uh, but everything we had was great. The, the service was great. Give me the place some details was on a few of those, if you wouldn't mind. You, whatever so you remember. I had the yeah. I had the chili poblano. 
which was with um, carne asada, and it was really, really good. My son's a basic eater, but he had a cheese quesadilla. But, Tom, I'm telling you, this thing, two people could have split this quesadilla. It was so large. Mm. Uh, and my wife had a – it was a taco, but it was sort of a gourmet style, whatever, and uh, I tasted it, and it was just – it was delicious. I'm not sure what hers was. I think it was El Chapo, but I'm not sure what the ingredients were. Yeah. Uh, but it was delicious. It had, you know, you, you, uh, rice and bean sides and tortillas, and uh, they had the chips and the salsa was really good, not too spicy, not too bland. So, I mean, it was an overall great experience. Good. Yeah, this is Los Jefes. It's on. Uh, I want to say uh, right. Well, it's right around Chapatula Street. If if I'm thinking straight. No, 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 no. This is no, in no. Battery okay. behind Drago. Oh, then I'm I'm completely mistaken. So <laughs> everything I was telling you, uh, f- forget about it. Because uh, there was another restaurant that had a name lo- a lot like that. The Jefes part of it. Um, so I thought, wait, well, how many of them there could there be? <laughs> so, no, but the previous restaurant to this yeah. one was uh, some type of sort of a gourmet uh, burger place. Something oh, fire, that place. Fire. Yeah. Uh, you know, what? Uh, uh, Tommy Satanovich over at Drago's, he was one of the partners in that, but it never got off the ground for some reason. So, okay. Uh, all right, well, that's good. that's good to know. You have alerted me to, to one I haven't tried at all. Great. That sounds good. All right. Very well. Happy New I Year have to the, you. I do have the name right, though. Los Jefes, J-E-F-E-S, right? Correct, yes. Okay. All right. I've got that right. Well, well, thanks for the okay. call. See you. Yes, sir, Tom. Thank you. Show. I'll have to look into that. Uh, we'd love to talk with you about food, restaurants, and cooking, any of it. If you're wondering whether what's on your mind it would fit into our program uh, or not, uh, don't even bother thinking about it. I have people who call me and tell me, you know, I've got a stupid question to ask you. That's what they ask. That's what they say. And uh, I always tell them, believe me, it, it'll probably be the best call we get all day, so, so please let us have it. And uh, that's how it always works out. I've only in 30 years had two really stupid questions, uh, and I don't remember what they were. So call us, would you? 260-1870 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you no matter what it is. Uh, did you say Doug? Did I hear that? Doug, welcome to the food show. Hello, Tom. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, it's all working out well so far. Yes, sir. It's going great. And uh, uh, I got a, a restaurant report for you and a question about a new restaurant in town. Uh, the, uh, my wife and I were able to uh, uh, to get in Pelican Club uh, for our New Year's Eve dinner. It was a it was a price fix, but the menu was uh, was just a great menu. Every selection on there was wonderful. I had a lobster Newberg, which was great, and my wife had uh, she had a filet mignon that was on there, and uh, it was all good, great, des- uh, great uh, desserts. Um, but I wanted to ask you, my uh, my Uber driver that night had mentioned a, a restaurant that he had been getting a lot of calls to deliver folks to go eat, and it's called Gigi's. Have you heard of that? Gigi's in Metairie. Yes, sir. I think it is in Metairie. I know a, a restaurant of that name in Metairie. Yeah, it's pretty good. If you're if you're in if you live in the neighborhood, you probably go there all the time. If you if it's a cross country, well, that wouldn't be cross country, but cross uh, the city kind of thing. I don't know if it would uh, be uh, 
all that big a deal. It's a, a neighborhood, little place. It's not what you could call fancy in any way, but the prices are very affordable, and uh, that's that's pretty good. Now, okay. uh, and they're nice, nice people. Uh, now, I, I want to tell you something about taxi cab drivers, and I'm sure this is true of uh, U-Haul. No, what, what is it? You, you something. I, I never get that right. M- uh, my wife takes them all the time. I never, I, I never do. But anyway, the uh, uh, the the thing that, uh, that you uh, have to know about this is that there is a long, long tradition in the restaurant business to uh, pay off cab drivers to get them to bring people over to their restaurants. I, okay. I can name a whole bunch of really, really top-end restaurateurs who did that without giving it a second thought. And, well, what the heck? What's the problem? But you have to you have to mark it down a little bit, I think. Uh, that's my experience, anyhow. Okay, well, good. So, well, thank you for Yeah, but I, I wouldn't hesitate to go there. That's It's a good enough. Gigi's. It's uh, on um, – uh, Je- uh, I'm sorry, on um, uh, Transcontinental. Uh, right off, just just right off where the interstate crosses over. We will return with more of the food show in a moment, but first, if you will, this it's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Our telephone number is 260-1870. Thank you for listening to the Big 870 today, and we'd love to hear from you about whatever it is you've been eating and what you're looking to eat or what you love and what you hate and all that. And waiting for us is, well, an interesting combination here. What, not a combo exactly, but a succession. We have Jim to be soon followed by Jimmy. But uh, Jim first, welcome. John, uh, uh, I'm looking for a place that has virtually done the old style, that, like my family did. Everywhere I try now, it's stuffed with spinach. Do you, hmm. do you have any suggestions uh, uh, you know, there's always breadcrumb, hard-boiled eggs, and you know different yeah. things. Uh, but yeah, that, like it, well, it's, it's but you know it's one of those things that you you made a reference to the way it was cooked in your family. I guarantee you, uh, everybody who makes it ever at home, and it is kind of more of a home dish than a restaurant dish. Uh, they they everybody makes it differently, and uh, there's no one. Uh, rule that you have to follow but anyway if i were having that i think the place i would go to get it would be uh vincent's would be one that i would think of for sure and also impostados i think impostados does a good job with that okay good all right i should thank you thank you for calling nice hearing from you that was jim here comes jimmy jimmy welcome Yes, yes. Uh, I was just wondering if you remember uh, Max Chicken on General Myers in the seventies. I, I sure do. Uh, that you're going way back there, but yeah. I remember it being pretty good. I used to work around there, at least. A yeah, that that's the best fried chicken I've ever mm-hmm. eaten. I, I, that's a shame they closed because yeah, they had it's a. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. put it in a box with the a bread with butter poured on the bread. Boy, it was delicious. Yeah. It was it was really really good. I think the the parents died and and uh, the kids took over and and that was the last hour. It didn't last too long after that. Well, that uh, wouldn't be the first time that story has been told about a restaurant. It's just you know right. one of those things you you got to catch them while they're still open because they can yeah. go away. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, Doc. I was yeah. just wondering if you if you knew about it. 
Well, I, I hang on. Well, don't hang on. Uh, uh, hang up. But keep listening because it's very possible that somebody will call up and say, well, they're gone, but the two guys that ran it, uh, they now have another restaurant on the other side of town. You know, I hear that kind of story all the time. This was Max, M-A-C-K, okay. right? M-A-C-K? And that's that's the one. I right, we'll see what we can come up with. Uh, let's see. Oh, Sharon went away. Hey, Sharon, if you were listening, call us back. We'll put you right on. We'll put you ahead of anybody who might call in the interim. And we'll come back with more of the Food Show in a moment after First Please This. Welcome back. You are listening to the Food Show on the Big 870 WWL and WWL 105.3 FM. Also, WWL.com. And we'd love to hear from you any any place you're listening uh, to it, it. It's fine with us. If you go to 105.3 FM on a weekday, from uh, 3 until uh, 5 o'clock every afternoon, we do the same program. It's not a repeat, uh, not with this anyway, but it's a fresh new program every day starting at uh, 3 in the afternoon. Same same name, Food Show, same host, me, and same topic, same radio station. We've been doing the same thing for, would you believe, 30 years. You know, we're not quite sure it's going to make it, though. So uh, we, you know, we're, not, we're and anyway. Our number is two six zero, one eight seventy. We'd love to hear from you there, or then, or however you get to us. But uh, we cover the entire scene of dining out and dining in as well. So if you have a dish that you're trying to figure out, or if you're proud of it and you want to tell everybody about how you make that uh, turtle soup or whatever it is that you like to make, uh, or if you're looking for a restaurant for a special occasion. Call and tell. Tomorrow is a big day on the food calendar. Uh, tomorrow's 12th night. It's the 6th, uh, well, January 6th. It's the 12th night of Christmas. And you know what? Speaking of that, let me take a look over here and uh, check with our our food almanac for today. And, um, today is the 5th, uh, so we're one day ahead, but uh, it's coming uh, let me get to Ryan first, and then we'll come back. Ryan, welcome to the food show. Hey, Ryan, you hey, there? Have you, yes, Hi. sir. Have you ever come tried Barrow's, Barrow's catfish? Oh, yeah, absolutely. In the, in the old days, especially, I was lucky enough to have been around, for one thing, but to um, to go there often. It All they had was catfish, which they made to order. The best description I ever heard of it was something one of my old girlfriends used to uh, say. She said, this is popcorn fish. What she meant by that is that it would land on the table and you'd just start pulling it off with your hands and popping it. <laughs> you just couldn't stop eating it. It was the best, the best fried catfish in the city. They got um, the, uh, Billy Barrow, who owned it and created it, him this well, his, his father, too. Uh, he... Uh, he died in a freak accident crossing the street, and uh, and it never was quite the same after that. And then after Hurricane Katrina, they were gone, although they, they are back now. Uh, they've been back a number of months, and it's great to have them back again and well worth your going there. Have you been? No, I haven't, and I was just uh, curious about it because I was recommended it. And yeah. and what? What happened? No, now, now I'm going to go. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Do uh, don't hesitate. Uh, they they have a much bigger menu than they used to, but really the catfish is the thing that they do. They it's just terrific. They also make 
because uh, it's part of the catfish platter. They make real good uh, potato salad. So uh, okay, good, good restaurant. Barrows, uh, right off of it's on Earhart Boulevard, right before you go into Jefferson Parish. That's about a, a block and a half or two blocks. All right, thank you. All right, enjoy. See ya. Kevin is here on the green phone. Kevin, come on in. Yeah, hey Tom. Um, gonna be celebrating an anniversary Monday night, and I'm thinking about going to Nuvolari's in Mandeville. Oh. Uh, never been to it, but heard it was good. I was wondering what you thought about it. Uh, love it, love it. Four stars. Uh, if you uh, are going there, make sure to make a reservation. They are quite popular. They have a great bar. The guy who really runs the place, he's, I, I think, a co-owner, but he's like a second tier of, of owners. But they've been there a long time. They opened up in the mid-1980s. They're named after a, uh, an Italian uh, uh, automobile race driver, <laughs> of all things. Uh, okay. But, but the menu, the menu is mostly Italian, but it's a lot New Orleans food, too. Real good on the seafood there in particular. Uh, that's always been nice. And they have a funny appetizer there that consists of escargot, snails, and crawfish in the same dish. And it has another name besides uh, crawfish and snails. They call it slugs and bugs, too. It's, it's, <laughs> that, that's literally what they cut. I think it's even on their menu that way. But that's a great appetizer. And they make wonderful uh, a wonderful duck dish. And they have this foot-high uh, cheesecake. <laughs> that's real. It's enough for two people at least, and maybe four people. Uh, it's a good restaurant. But do get a reservation because they're always busy. Okay. Thanks for the info. Appreciate it. There you go. Enjoy yourself. That was New Valaris in Mandeville, right in the heart of Mandeville on, on Gerard Street. About two, three blocks from the lakefront. Easy to find. Big neon sign in front. It's the food show where, let's see, we're almost at news time, aren't we? Well, let me finish what I started off a minute ago. Uh, today's the 11th day of Christmas. Eleven pipers will be piping. Some old lady trying to cross Veterans Highway with 11 Schwegman's bag, thanks to uh, Benny Grunch and the bunch. That also goes on. Alan Sherman got an automatic vegetable slicer that works when you see it on television, but not when you get home. Andy Williams' friend brought gifts for one and all. And in my own attempt at this song, I'll barbecue for you 11 jumbo shrimp. Tomorrow's the 12th night, the end of the Christmas season, the beginning of the carnival season. That's tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Did you say somebody's on hold? Mike is here. Welcome to the food show. Hey, Tom. Enjoy the show. Hi. Thank you. Hey, I got a little dilemma. I'm a uh, brother-in-law, family coming up to Mandeville. Yeah. We want to we wanna find a steak place, and I'm down to three. Yeah. Uh, Keith Young's, yeah. Old Gallagher's, New Gallagher's. Uh, I, I, Keith Young's, Keith Young's absolutely without a doubt. That's the great steak place on the North shore. Man. Okay. Enjoy. uh, Get the, uh, there's an appetizer of, of, uh, oysters, oysters, uh, Oh, I got, I'm sorry, I got to go to the news. WWL Radio New Orleans, WWL FM HD1, Kenner, New Orleans. Stay tuned. More of the food show coming. Stay tuned.